the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night at our new time, 8 to 9. This is our third time, Macbeth? I believe it is. Discussing and dissecting political talking points of both parties. And what I like to do is we watch the Sunday shows, and I tell my guy, pick a Sunday show, and I love the opening. Today I picked two. Today my guy was editing 14 clips. We did our homework, ladies and gentlemen. We did it, and the dog ate it. Well, Bill Gates ate it. Bill Gates ate it. Can't upload the clips. So, you know what? Why don't you just (laughs) sing us? The uh, opening to meet the press. I don't think you want right. that. Nobody wants that. No. But I, I did watch each and every show, and I'll tell you what, Macbeth, as we discussed last week, each and every show is pretty much the same talking points spun by a different uh, socialist sympathizer pretending to be a newscaster, which is great. Yeah. And the topic that everybody wanted to talk about was the Supreme Court uh, really shocker that Kennedy says, I'm going to retire. Everybody was, you know... It's not that much of a shock. Well, I was, you know, I thought for sure we'd be discussing the Ginsburg replacement. I was surprised he did it this year, as opposed to next year, when you might have a uh, more liberal Congress in place. But So they're all on, and they're all doing the uh, the same talking point. And the word Don't of the day... Don't move the mic while you're on the air. The, mer- the word of the day... <laughs> I can't see it. The word of the day was precedent. Yes. I mean, each and every... And then they had that... Uh, that uh, Republican Congresswoman, uh, not Collins, is it Collins, the Susan one who's, Collins, she's Susan Collins, the one who yeah. sounds like the batteries in backwards. She's got that shaky to moil voice. Susan Collins was on, batteries. and she was um, saying about how precedent it's precedent. And then I flipped the channel, and they have another uh, specifically uh, Roe v. Wade is what they're talking about. Of course, they are. Yeah. And you know, I couldn't help but remind myself of the precedent uh, that was brought to the Supreme Court when we had slavery. Right. It was the precedent then to have slaves. Yeah, it was the precedent that if you were a different color, you didn't mean as much. And the Democrat Party still was chanting precedent because they didn't want to see that. They are remarkably consistent. It's amazing, but they're the progressives and they're the liberals. I even heard somebody from uh, moveon.org. It was another clip that I have edited and ready to go for you, not uh, where he was talking about uh, people need to think about how this pick affects the lives of others. I just don't think he really realized how ironic that statement was. Yeah, the 55 million kids that were murdered. But, of course, that's the mother's right. We we have one form of murder in the country of which there is no repercussion, and that is somehow somebody's right. And now we must pick judges, um, according to Democrats, 
and imbecilic Republican women who talk like shaky demoyle, uh, according to them, that we must we must have this precedent to protect what I think me personally. Right. We want to be make sure and clear ourselves because this is the third rail of all media, unless, of course, you support the slaughter of children, um, I think is the greatest evil of society, of mankind in the history of mankind and that the ramifications of which we pretend this is somehow acceptable among society that we slaughter our infants is somehow somebody's right. I find despicable and disgusting. And one of the things that I, I always say for as much as I don't like a lot of what Donald Trump does, and we're going to get to this Harley situation before the end of the show. Um, there are some amazing things that I do like about what he does. And what he does is he lets us revisit this conversation and, and to see the stupidity of those who promote this abortion as a right. And that somehow we can use this topic as a weapon to prevent and stop a Supreme court nominee. And I have to, um, I have to laugh at these same people are the ones who pretend to care about society. These same people are the ones who want to pretend that it's somebody else's right to seize somebody's money and pay for college and we had we we had all i was going to say we have the clips we had all the clips of this socialist that one in new york we do have the clips this young woman They're Cortez. On server. uh her name is cortez her first name is alexandria i think it's cortez uh, hyphenated something yeah. yeah just another socialist pretending and and you know Macbeth sends me the article because she claims to be from this hard-hitting neighborhood she's jenny from around the block there is right? evidence she's in the Bronx. That, yeah there's evidence that her her father who is a little better off than she has led on yeah. um took her from the bronx to Sure. A different place when she was five, and she yeah, went no, to school somewhere else. Another right. self-loathing trust fund baby. We, we would not yeah, down with the struggle. That. That's a that's a common sense move to take your kid to a better school, but then you know, twenty five years later, to pretend that you know that you, you had this hard. Your, yeah, you're Jenny from the block, yeah. and you know, Macbeth. As I I remember being a kid and being introduced to uh, Marxism in high school, and you read about these, you know, Marx and Engels, the two sissies that they were side saddle. Uh, Engelsism. They they Mark were and both. And it's kind of like Bill Ayers here. It's fine. Walk on it. They all have one thing in common. They're all daddy and mommy hating trust fund babies. Each and every one of these, Bernie Sanders included, all these hardcore socialists, they have but one thing in common. They're self-loathing trust fund babies. And it's promoted as they're down with the working, with the struggling. And the, and the, the practicality, the reality, what actually takes place in socialism is anything but it's just a different set of halves. It's mainly poor people bailing out rich people. That's that's the the way it actually works. The inner workings of socialism is not the sales pitch of it. And it's the same thing with national populism and protectionism. But more importantly, this Supreme Court justice pick is why a lot of people voted for Trump. I remember arguing with one Dan Proft, who I will be co-hosting with Tuesday, which I'm very excited about in the morning show. Yeah, I'll send out um, my condolences. <laughs> And, you know, he was like, listen, this is important. You got to you got to you got to support it because it's about the Supreme Court. It's about the Supreme Court. And I I discount the Supreme Court. And I'll tell you why. I don't like the idea that and and it's cases like this right now. They're pretty much social judicial activists. They're social engineers. And they wear that robe like a suit of armor where they get to decide. Now, all of my rights depend on five uh, self-described social engineers deciding whether I have a right or not. And when Roberts rewrote Obamacare, I realized it wasn't that important anymore. 
because that was the big thing. Roberts was, you know, he was put in by a conservative. He was uh, the last one. He was going to always do the right thing. And he rewrote Obamacare. So do you that- think you're past the point of no return with that, though? I mean, you have if you have originalists on the court, yeah. then that ceases to be an issue. I don't know why you're not, why you're allowed to have anything but originalists. I mean that. Well, because different people appoint different uh, ideologies. And what you see in the argument now about the Supreme Court, you see that they're open in the fact that they're telling you they want to weaponize law. They want to use these social engineers and they want them to create weapons of law to control, contort, and extort the citizen. That it's not about the sovereign citizen. And this is the one thing, you know, a lot of what I sent you, was a bash on on uh, kind of what I view as populism and, and statism yeah. by Trump going after Harley. We were going to hit pretty much every yeah. every uh, angle on this. And, yeah. and what I've always said, if you listen to the shows, what I've always said is 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 there's really not much difference between national populism and protectionism and outright socialism. It's just promised to be done with better management. But what you're what you're seeing for the first time by both parties, really, but more importantly by by the newscasters as they are is that they're calling for social activists to create and use law against citizens. And I find it open and notorious and it's almost refreshing that at least they're admitting. Yes. In fact, we only want social engineers to occupy these slots. So on one hand, it's disgusting and despicable because you realize we are servants They're supposed to be the servants, but the reality is we're the servants. They are the rulers and they are the lords. And what we do is we wait for these, I hope these five recognize my rights. And what you saw with this last case a week earlier when it was the liberals who decided, you know what, there is privacy rights. Your phone can't be tapped by police that just want to surveil you. I mean, it's, it's, I don't like the idea that we we are celebrating you know, this is the 4th of July month. This is, everybody's patriotic and everybody, what we pretend that this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. And the reality is when you have these Supreme court justices making these decisions that, that can strip you away of your freedom. And now you realize when you have a chance to, to maybe strengthen a constitutional uh, originalist, you're getting by, by a Democrat party, a big push to no, 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 we must have socialists. We must have those sympathetic with uh, abortion. We must have those that are willing to comply with our idea of of citizen control. I find it nauseating. I really do. But uh, let's go to the calls. No, bro. no, we don't have time, dude. Look at the clock. Come on. I All right, the clock. You know, I, don't, I don't like to look at the clock. You know, there's that. three of them in there for you. I know. All right. Well, listen, we're going to take your calls. If you're on the line, thank you by the way for calling. If you want to participate, three. Nice try, Sean. Six four. You still got that clip. Six four two fifty six hundred. We will be back after these messages. You're listening to the Liberty Hour. I will get to you first thing when we're back from these commercials. Thank you so much. What country do you come from, sir? This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday, pointing out the laughable, the obvious, not just that we're the servants and they're the rulers, but what you have to love about the hardcore socialists, the Democrats, one thing you notice in this SCOTUS argument, they don't like the 51 uh, majority vote. No. The the one that they enacted. They find it repulsive. Right, because when they do it, it's progress. 
it's righteous. It's the way things need to be. When we do it, it's absolutely wrong, and it must stop immediately. You, it's great. It's absolutely great. Let's go to uh, oh, let's go to Jim, our guy Jim. How are you, Jim? Thanks for calling the show. Good, man. Hey, Congratulations on your new time. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I get to see the it's sun on my way, and it's, it's refreshing. Little, well, a little bit of Chicago political history. Back in the old days, on a different station, Tom Roser mm-hmm. had a great show from eight to nine o'clock. So you have a very good slot. For people to drive it home and things, so you'll you'll do very well in this slide. Oh, thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. See that? He's like Karnak. All right, what do you got for me? What else That's you right. got for me? Well, anyways, I was on a different uh, radio station today talking about the whole thing about when Harry Reid started the nuclear option, mm-hmm. and a lot of people said don't do it, and he did it. And so you mean that fitness freak? Goes, you mean the fitness freak who hurt himself on a Nautilus machine, Harry Reid? Yeah. The guy, yeah, with the big black guy. <laughs> the guy, the guy that was the guy that that ran and was elected. I think the uh, on strong borders. This is my favorite part about Harry Reid. The name of that elect, uh, exercise machine, I believe, was the Enforcer. It was. Yes. <laughs> Listen, the guy whose kids well, mysteriously made hundreds of millions of dollars by facilitating foreign real estate transactions. That Harry Reid. Right. The guy who retires. That Harry Reid. Well, anyways. Yeah, he's great. So sure. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, my friends, you just remember what Harry Reid did with the nuclear option. Plus, before Obama. You know, Bush, his last year of his presidency, wanted to have a Supreme Court justice. Which one? Which one? And they, I forgot who it was, but they wouldn't give it to him until Obama came in. He's asking which Maybe Bush. I'm asking which, which Bush. Which Bush? The one with the funny socks oh, or the, the one the, with the, the funny Bush accent? The what? Oh, the second. No, before well, Bush the Jr. Okay. His last year, you can go back and see Harry Reid and tapes from 2007. Pretzel. Oh, we can't have a president have a new uh, Supreme Court justice last year's presidency. Well, we did, so, we did that to Obama. Yeah. Well, right. they did well, it exactly. themselves. So don't complain. Yeah. You know, right. This I is agree. what elections are for. Jim, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, everything except your wardrobe, which is ridiculous. Thank you though, so much for calling the show. I appreciate it. Now let's go to our second favorite caller. I'm having trouble with the mouse. Candace from DuPage. How are you, Candace? Computer problem tonight? No. Yeah, a little computer. We got, can't <laughs> upload the clips. We got all kinds of havoc. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, congratulations on a new time. That's a wonderful. Thank you. That is a great time slot. Um, Sean, I totally agree with you on all this um, Supreme Court stuff. I don't understand why Elena Kagan and these radicals are allowed to be on there as well. Fat judge in a little robe. That's Chris Farley to you. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, I just don't understand. Like, why are they, you know, it must be a plan of the elite, because why do they allow for our country to be deconstructed by these people if they don't like what they're doing? It must be some kind of grand plan because, I mean, I don't understand listen, why they let them on. Well, the, why the fa- are they allowed in a republic? And the why every fathers. time I listen to Fox News, are they calling our country democracy on purpose? Well, the founding fathers stupidly and foolishly thought that we might elect quality uh, <laughs> they politicians. Thought, they thought we'd understand how a republic... <laughs> they thought we might actually keep <laughs> an eye we, on what was going on. They thought, so. man, oh man, we really fought hard for this freedom stuff. Yeah, sort they're of probably going to keep it. They're not going to vote it away, are they? No, they're not that dumb. No, no. They're not going to use judges no. to attack and they're, strip their fellow citizens of property. Will they're not they going to focus on luxury and entertainment over substance issues. No, no, no. It'll never happen. It's just great. And what you get to see and what, the, what we... You know, now, what you're going to hear if you, as you watch these Sunday shows and as the week goes on, you're going to hear we're re-arguing, we're re-litigating Obamacare, which, by the way, Republicans have successfully used as a as a weapon to run. They've successfully ran on the. We're going to take it out, and we've been throwing them in office since 2010, eight years, and Obamacare is stronger than ever. Oh yeah, and as you Locked listen, in. there's that socialist Cortez. As you listen to this woman run and how she won 
It's nauseating. She did a full-on-out socialist Venezuelan, ta-da, I'm here, and it's the common man, and we are to strip those with others so that you have the right. And what are those rights? Whatever I decide they are. Yeah, whatever feels good. Whatever feels good. good. I want to know, when do I get a right to a convertible Maserati? Because I really like one. And while I got hair on my head, Macbeth, I want it blown around in the Maserati. When do I get a right to quality cigars? I'm sick of buying them. I need a right to quality life. See, that's my life. That's reasonable. I want to have a good... When do I have a right to high-quality fashion that I have to stop buying? Once you figure out a way to peg an emotional uh, damage... Someone has, someone has victimized you or emotionally damaged you by their non-action or action, then you can claim it as a right. And we have these same arguments, and the state grows stronger and stronger each and every day. Each and every day. And what I mean by that is, what happened earlier this week was a Republican statism, was the, was the atrocity, atrocity of both Donald Trump, Peter Navarro, and the upper echelon of of really talk radio slandering Harley Davidson because of they found a way through ingenuity and entrepreneurship to circumvent what would harm them. Now, see, when we talk about these individual companies, I want you to realize I look at them as private property. I don't look at anything as statism. I don't think we have, we have a trade deficit. I still don't know who we is. Who's we? Do private businessmen and companies importing and exporting do not represent a state-owned business? I don't like when we talk about we's and, and, and totalitarianism as if it's proper or as if it's republicanism. The idea that a Republican president is, is slandering a private company because they are going to open up a plant in a foreign country and they that somehow is unpatriotic for for machines they're going to sell in foreign countries exactly. they're not bringing it back here and that somehow patriotism is for them to sit idly by while these tinker tailors mess with our macro economy these buffoons and you know Macbeth what fries me i don't think i articulate my my real disgust with this peter navarro Peter Navarro, who is the trade liaison. Yeah, you've always been very light-handed with him. I, I, I don't tell you why I'm so frustrated. See, I went to high school in the 80s, okay? I was fond of, that's when I really looked into Donald Trump, right? The 80s, he was it, baby. It was the boom. It was the yuppie generation. It was when more wealth was created. It was, it was about succeeding and entrepreneurship and capitalism. And I read a book in 1984 by one Peter Navarro. And when you read that book, you know what it was about? Capitalism. It was about free, unilateral free trade. And somewhere from 1984 to when he went to USC, he became a national populist control freak. Where these technocrats get to tinker with our economy as if it's it's patriotic. And I'm going to tell you right now what you should be outraged at the idea that socialists are winning elections. But you should be more infuriated that the idea to combat them is with a well-managed socialism called populism or protectionism. Because what, what that is, is it's two different degrees of loss. It's two versions of the same, uh, uh, really, servitude. Because when you have a president and his cabinet come out and talk about a privately held business, a privately held company, as if they're unpatriotic for wanting to succeed and that they should not circumvent what is really never by the founding. All these people who are arguing about the originalist uh, uh, Supreme Court justices. Do you think that they wanted a state-controlled economy, state-controlled companies? 
You should be outraged. I really believe that, Macbeth. If they did, they would have provided for such. But if you look at the Constitution, the Constitution doesn't, um, it doesn't say, okay, this is what the government can't do, and can, this is what the government can't do, and this is what the government can't do. It lists just a few things that the government is allowed to do, and then everything else belongs to the states and people. And you, that, cannot, you cannot say, oh, well, the Constitution allows for it. No, it doesn't. And when you have a tremendous argument over it, you, 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 you sue your case, you write your case, you litigate your case, you go all the way up to the Supreme Court justice, and who do you meet? But Elena Kagan. Judicial activists who are already have a predetermined slant on anything they look at, but that slant is only but for a couple of them about what the ability of government over the citizen is. Because the reality is what you're arguing with, 80% of the Supreme Court justice, you know how they're going to vote. There is no question how Elena Kagan, Sotomayor are going to vote on Obamacare. It doesn't matter what atrocity, what control mechanism, what penalty, what Or what argument is made. It doesn't matter. They're going to vote for it each and every time. The problem is, who are the guys that are absolutely going to vote for you and for your sovereignty and for the citizen's liberty each and every time? And when you have a case like like abortion being discussed as the mother's right to kill the kid versus the kid's right to live, you're lost. You're lost. And when you have politicians, representatives who guarantee you a fight, who guarantee you that each and every time they won't even vote or look at anybody who makes the argument for the unborn. And then they call themselves progressive because here's what the real progress is. It's in the it's with the children. It's with those babies there's no progress with the mothers killing the babies. That's regression, not progression. This is the Liberty Hour. Give us a call if you care to participate. 312-642-5600. We're a little light on clips, but we're heavy on philosophy. We'll be back after these messages. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Let them do it. Why, why in the world would we care? We were trying to protect everybody. I mean, do they want simple majority? Fine. I mean, all these threats about we're going to change the rules more. As Senator Schumer said, what is the choice? Continue like we are or have democracy? There you go. Hoisted by your own petard, one eye. Love it. Love it. But the reality is, are they going to be replace able the enforcer with something uh, safer? Are they going to be able to do that? Because you have um, Collins, and then what's the other one from Alaska? Uh, Snow? No, the one who replaced her old man. She was a oh, write-in um, candidate steeped in scandal. He was a con man for 25 uh, years. Another senator retires. Worth, he didn't retire. Um, he ended up in a plane crash. Stevens. No, no, no. Stevens is the one who ended up in a plane crash, dude. Is it? Well, who's the yeah, one whose daughter took over from Alaska? The, the Collins and starts with an M. Yeah. All right, if you know the answer, give us a call. 312 yeah, you know more about politics than we do, send your application Listen, to. Here's the thing. It's a, you know why, I, why it's frustrating for me? I only have an hour. I've got five days of aggravation I want to get in. Right? I've got the Janice decision. The one thing, I'm hard. I'm hard on seven foot of stupid Rauner. And yeah. I think he's, he's terrible. But the one benefit to this big buffoon in four years is this Janice decision with the Supreme Court. Because what's crippling, what's destroying Illinois are these public sector fairy tale unicorn pensions that these scoundrels pretend they earned and deserved. 
It's ridiculous. And these unions, these these cash stations, these money flow throughs where they rob the guy. It's funny. They're bribing politicians with workers' money that are paid by taxes. Yeah, it's cyclical. So in essence, I'm, I'm bribing senators to, to rule against me. It's cyclical I mean, uh, funding. You're, you're being funded by the people who you're negotiating with to <sighs> give them money back to negotiate. And thank with God them. for this Janice guy. I don't know if I, I, I never met him in my life, but no. thank God for him. Because you know what? I spent, a, I spent a week working my tail off in Florida. Yeah. After the show last week. Yep, you were right off. Try, right? You miss the family. You're trying to do 50 things inside of five days. Uh, you know, and, and it, it's really all Strangely, Illinoisans. Strangely, family enjoyed the hell out of the week. Yeah, they loved it when yeah. I'm not here. All Illinoisans, all business owners, all moving yeah. to Florida because they're fleeing the failure of Illinois. Yeah. The one that these politicians keep enriching themselves and ruining for the people not in on the scam. And pretending that the emperor has clothes. It's just, it's just ridiculous. You got any Janice stuff? Uh, yes, actually. Quite frankly, our, our current budget situation, um, you know, I mean, as everybody knows, it's a mess. Um, you know, we've got bills that aren't getting paid. We've got people that aren't being served. And, you know, it's just a conglomeration of, you know, continued uh, errors all the way around, you know, on, on all sides of the fence, as, as I see it. Um, but primarily, it was it was because... You know, I just didn't see that the union was representing a lot of my points of view um, in, in in several areas, and I just I just don't agree with them in all in all cases. See, here's the thing about you know you're listening to these unions who are really a monopoly on labor, and you're listening to them panic and say this is the end, this is this is terrible, this is the worst thing. Well, why? Am I the only one that thinks this would be nice to have actual competition among these labor unions? You ever wonder why they're numbered and they have this one little section and only those unions, how they're all affiliated with different versions of the same Marxist philosophy? How they always, like I said, they take the money from tax paid workers, which is tax money. They use it as, what do we call bribes here in Illinois? Contributions? Yes. Campaign contributions. Yes, to the politicians so that they they rule in their favor when they're up for contract negotiations. And we pretend somehow this is great and it's working when it's when it's the very Achilles heel that's tearing us down as a state. What would be nice is if you got an honest union, if you got an honest run union that not only promised to represent the workers, but promised the best value to the taxpayer. Can you imagine if we stop paying 60 billion dollars for milk from somebody's cousin when the milk is spoiled and the kids throw it out? Can you imagine if contracts were actually negotiated, were roads that were just late, didn't have potholes six months later, so we could do it again by the same contractor? Can you imagine if the people of Illinois really got value for the money that they're extorted, called tax money? It would be really something. Well, we have Mr. Janice's uh, view on unions in general, if you want that. Give it to me. No, I mean, unions, <laughs> unions have their place. They really do. I, I look at unions and, and the current situation kind of like a pendulum. I mean, as we all know, you know, back in the early 1900s, you know, business had an iron fist and, and they kind of ruled the roost, if you will. And uh, unions came along and people, you know, bargained and they collectively got together and they, they changed that pendulum, you know, to start swinging more to the center. Where's well, the center? over the last number of years, uh, in, in general, the pendulum has swung way more, I think, towards the unions. And I think we just kind of need to bring that pendulum back, you know, more to center. 
You know, Macbeth, as I listen to that, I, I, I remember one of my least favorite presidents um, is FDR. Not just because of Social Security, but because he was an outright socialist. And he, was, he kind of admitted it on many levels. But the one quality he had, he was vehemently against public sector unions. Yeah. And, you know, because he, he basically identified it as a scam. And now we have Republicans and Democrats that are bolstering it up as some sort of righteousness for the worker. This is the Liberty Hour. We will be back after these messages. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. Did we get the name of that, Senator? Good the other grief, woman? Dude. No. Work on that, damn no. it. No. All right. I do appreciate that about Sean, and I love him for it. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. This is when I need the... uh, It's Murkowski. Yeah, this is when I need the Napoleon Dynamite bit. It's Murkowski. She looks like Greta. She looks like Greta Van Soster in minus 50,000 miles. You asked me how long we had until we came back. I said 30 seconds. Oh, and I was going to run. You ran out of the room and then back into the room. It's all right. We got it. I was distracted by the caller. Three minutes slash 30 seconds. That's, That's... those are two different, very different things. I love a couple of things. I love the outrage of Trump supporters. Yes. As I like to call them, Christians. Blind outrage. And I love the fact that they're going to tell me, I, I, what are you, crazy? Are you siding with Harley Davidson? Don't you know about the bailout when they're completely moronically there wrong? There was no bailout. There was no bailout. There were no. tariffs that were agreed to. By- uh, during Carter's lame duck. Right. During Carter's lame talk, Reagan, who was a free market guy, the Congress, the Republican Congress had agreed to assist Harley, who at that time, see, this is when it benefits me to be a little older than you, stunk because of the bowling company took him over. Yeah, the AM, uh, AMF. AMF took him over, then they stunk. So they couldn't compete with the new uh, European and Japanese bikes coming over. Right. So the, the Congress says, let's put tariffs on. To penalize anybody buying the better motorcycle, well, you could catch up. Right. Of which, to their credit, they did in less than four years. They did, and they did not do it by uh, just banking on limited competition either. They retooled their they factories. Retooled. They fired a bunch of people. They renegotiated they, they, their contracts. Yeah, they, they came out with a new engine the series, the Evolution tail. Engine Series. They, uh, yeah, they redid the, the suspension on the back. Of course they did. And then they went to Congress and said, listen, yes, and asked them to remove these tariffs. These tariffs. Yes. And then some dummy Hilarious. with a magna hat on, oh, you don't understand, we bail them out. You know, learn. Listen, you don't have to love somebody so much you ignore principles and fundamentals of freedom. Right, and the Harley you buy down the street from your house is not coming from some foreign factory. You know, it's, it, the, the ones that they're going to build in another country are going to be sold in another country. You know, you know I, I, I got a quote that I like to say, it rem- and, I, and I, I'm going to do it the way I do it to strangers. Yeah. All within the state... Nothing outside the state. Nothing against the state. Yeah. Guess who said it? And I, I know to. you know. El Doce, Benito Mussolini. Now, what he's saying is, how dare the, a company go against what I want? That sounds an awful lot like Trump. Now, we'll really get him calling. Did well, he acquit yeah. him Mussolini? Well, here's, much here's taller the interesting than paradox. Here's the one to put, and I didn't get the guy's name. Um, but Same hairdo. Here's to uh, interesting, uh, yeah, Chavez Mussolini. It's uh, Kim Jong Un. It's too bad they live in different areas. You could have all like, national celeb- populist, celebrity dictator fit club. Um, all patriots. Oh yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, would Harley be moving that, or would Harley be building that factory and moving 
um, export production, moving foreign production out of this country if they didn't see a trade war coming? Of course they do. They're, not only do they see it coming, there's another aspect but, of but this. But would they be moving it? You, you answered the wrong question. Thank yeah. you for that, for giving the wrong answer. Well, um, they but no, they wouldn't, I, don't, I don't think this would be happening if no. it weren't for the tariffs. That of are course going not. Out. They're implementing So if the he tariffs. wants to say the tariffs are going to save him, no, tariffs forced this move by Harley. You know, here's the other thing that you got to remember. Harley is protecting their shareholders. Yeah. Of which, ironically, their shareholders are, are companies that rely on retiring their, their older yes. workers. Yeah. They need Harley to have a strong stock price. Yes. So Harley came up with a way to say, you know what? I'm not going to let this stupidity harm my stock price. And how am I going to circumvent it? Well... I'll just build a factory and produce to avoid the import-export tariffs. Right. Which it's are ingenious. coming down the line. And here's the other thing is, uh, you know, if you're, if you're uh, looking at Harley's stock price and it hasn't dropped that much, um, if you're looking at Harley's stock price and how they treat their stockholders, they look out for their stockholders a lot better than the federal government looks out for its taxpayers. No, but if you listen to Trump and if you listen to the Krishnas, this is ain't, this is not, not patriots anymore. Oh, yeah. They were, they were given help and now they're turning their back. It's no. just nauseating. No. And what's nauseating it's is false. the fact that we're pretend. This is what happens when you get Fabian socialists that- pretending to be the alternative to socialists. This is also what happens when people have one source of information. Well, come on. They're, 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 they're union. And that, that does not. That goes across all political stripes. Welfare patriots, more harmful than outright socialists. And that's what's going on here. That's what's going on. That's why we pretend that the steel company is somehow hurting. Forget the reality that it's producing more than ever in the last, I don't know, since the 70s. That steel production is higher than ever in America. Forget the fact that you you have nothing but all that competition is great for actual creativity and development of buildings, not the one that's subsidized by Trump and the the rest of the Republicans. The problem is you've collaborated and mixed in so much socialism so much subsidies you can't separate it anymore you've got pro-union democrats voting republicans because they see the same bailouts that they that they were promised by democrats only this time it's by republicans so you've got two versions of the same bad idea and those are our choices and the reality is Macbeth, where's the out where is the out the out is not going to be in 2018 no because you know what you got bernie sanders and you got the democrats they're cheering this cortez uh, upset because you've got an outright socialist now, and they're winning do- Democrat nominations. Of course. Now, as you know, we correctly identified them as Soviets for the last 15 years. But I never thought they'd have the audacity to run as outright socialists. Oh, I saw it coming. They're running, and they're winning. You remember in 2008 when a lady stood up at a McCain town hall during the uh, 2008 election? She said, uh, you know, Barack Obama's a socialist. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. McCain. Um, at that point said, oh, he's not a socialist. No, we're not going to use that sort of rhetoric. And less than two years later, uh, Obama was just owning it. And, so. and, and that's why you're hearing Republicans. Not, I saw this coming. You're hearing Republicans way. not running against or they're, they're, they're not using Obamacare anymore because now what they're going to start they doing it, their finger they're going to start protecting it. They're going to start protecting. What do you it. mean? Start? Oh, exactly. Exactly. But it's not even a topic anymore. So now it's not whether you're a socialist or not, it's which one works for you. This is the Liberty Hour, and liberty is the only thing that really works for you. The only virtue is among the sovereign man, not the the mobocracy that pretends to have virtue. We'll be back after these messages. 312-642-5600. Sean from Elmwood Park.
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour each and every week. I know we're getting to the end of the show, Macbeth, and I really, really wanted to talk about immigration because that's another manipulated, contorted propaganda talking point where people just flex their stupidity. It's outrageous to me. I've been trying to get through this hour without talking about immigration. See? So now I'm going to play something. Not that I'm a fan of Bernie, but a lot of Bernie people voted for Trump. You know why? Because he's right on one issue, trade. He was right about trade. Our country is being absolutely devastated with bad trade deals. So he was right about that. But we got a lot of Bernie support. So actually, I like Bernie. Okay? I like Bernie. But yeah, uh, uh, if we were to suggest that Trump's policy toward trade is the same as Sanders, uh, we would be lambasted. It's identical. Yeah. So it's, 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 just, it's, just felt like throwing that in there. Yeah, you just wanted to get me off immigration because you know. I'm hoping, yeah. You know that, that, that trade is the cornerstone of freedom, right? That trade is why Walmart, all the guys running around shopping at Walmart, they get to benefit from trade. Right, So this guy's going to come out, no, 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 it's patriotic to not have free trade. This is the same guy that brags about never buying American steel or windows. The irony is just laughable. It's the same kind of irony that, uh, of the Republican Party with immigration. It's the same kind of phony nonsense where they're chanting on building the wall, building the wall, building the wall, and that's all they care about. They don't care about actually what's happening with immigration, where you have a system set up to, to penalize people who come here legally. Well, that's because building a wall would come with kickbacks. You know, in traveling back and forth, I'm not going to bother my wife to come and get me each time from O'Hare. I Uber a lot now. Yeah. I have yet to be picked up by an American. I'm always picked up, and I, I had a wonderful ride by this woman, mother of three, this tiny little thing. She was from Romania, and she was, you know, not, not young, but not old. And uh, I'm talking to her. I said, she goes, I'm here on a student visa. I said, oh, really? She says, yeah, I, I, it's the only way I can stay, me and my husband can stay in the country. We had to become students. And she was a, a, the equivalent of a forensic accountant in Romania. Yeah. But the only way she can stay here is if she goes to college here. Yeah. So she had to take a student loan, right, which is the real scam because that's government cheese anyway, right? Government doubles down on the student loan business. They get the interest. They charge the money. They, they reap the rewards of it because they nationalized it under Obama. overly friendly to the lender either. But yeah, go ahead. They, well, they nationalized it. So her and her husband, who are both college educated from Romania, who just want to be Americans because they believe in, in America. They believe in patriotism. They didn't like the socialism of their country. They're forced to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in loans that they wouldn't have to. They're forced to pay $15,000 to become a citizen. And when we're not talking about fixing that problem. We're not talking about the HB1 visas, where if you got five hundred grand, you just pay off some politician or, or Hillary Clinton's brother on a visa scam. None of the Republicans want to touch that. You build the wall. They sound like a group of buffoons. Yeah, well, they are. I got to tell you the truth, Macbeth. The idea that we can't say to a, to a system that the immigration, the flow of immigration, as long as it's streamlined, as long as it gets names, as long as it doesn't allow criminals in, yeah. that's what we want. That's what. That's how we're all here. Just a common sense filter. A common sense filter. Ellis Island, same thing. What are you sick? Go in the infirmary. You come here to be a, an American citizen, God bless you. Walk up to the desk. What country do you come from, sir? Exactly. Okay, are you healthy? Are you uh, healthy? Great. What's your name? Let's run a little background. Do we have you down as a criminal? Let's give them a probation. I don't are you care criminal? if you put... No. You lie! Okay, not, you're out. They're not looking for real solutions. Instead of a no, wall, you know what I want to see built on the border? Let's build every military training facility. 
all along the building. All the police, all these public sector. How about the TSA? You want to really curb immigration? TSA Put the TSA in charge. Half like of the it. immigrants will turn around and go back home, for God's sakes. Talk about an incompetent group. They want to get rid of ICE. Let's get rid of the TSA. There was a funny caller on Joe's show uh, Friday afternoon who said, you know, if we do away with ICE, is it going to shorten the line at the International Terminal at O'Hare? <laughs> I said that's sort of the perfect way to look at it. You want to talk about a group of buffoons. Not to mention they're all built the same. I don't think they have one TSA costume sold in a size 32 pant. Each one of them are 50, for God's sakes. This is the Liberty Hour. I can't believe we're done already. I did get immigration in on you. thanking the Lord. We'll be back next week, 8 to 9. Thank you so much for tuning in. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.